Well, fans, it's better late than never. Welcome to the Sunday Three Count episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. You know, sometimes we want to sleep, and so we did today, and I regret nothing. Um, this is Aaron here with the Sunday Three Count episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Here with uh, Mr. Two James. Happy Sunday. Happy Fast Lane Day. Happy Sunday and happy Fast Lane. Happy, happy Fast Lane Day. Happy Roman Reigns Wind Day. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Speaking of Roman Reigns' biggest fan in the entire world, Mr. D. Wayne, happy Fastlane Day. Happy Roman Reigns win going to WrestleMania Day for you. Roman Reigns wins. Is he here? Where did D. Wayne go? He's probably off, like, tweeting about Roman Reigns or something. Oh, there you are. Are you done tweeting about Roman Reigns now? No. No, I'm not the biggest Roman Reigns fan, but let's get this straight right now. <laughs> I should be I should be this man's right hand man because anything that he says, I'll probably have a reason for why it's correct in his eyes. Well, let's come back to that later, I guess. Um, <laughs> Mr. Silly Sellers, how are you? Okay, BGD group, don't hate me right now, but I'm kind of going through something right now. Now, oh yesterday, I was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the original mm-hmm. Turtles 2. Secret of the Ooze. I was just having to, you know, yeah, Secret of the Ooze, just having a throwback moment. Then also, I came across a movie of John Wick, which I'd never seen, so I wanted to come across it. I was like, hmm, this movie's really good. Now I'm about to watch Magic Mike 2. I just just watched (laughs) Magic Mike 1 last night for the first time with my wife, so don't be sad. We have free HBO this weekend, so we recorded both of them. (laughs) And that's what I was about to say. We do have free HBO this weekend, too. So I recorded Match Mike 1 and 2. So I'm going to go see 1, then I'm going to see 2 later. It's like I'm having a Kevin Nash theme because Kevin Nash has been all those movies. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe it, I'm it, having a love for Fastlane by uh, loving Kevin Nash this weekend. It was actually more enjoyable than I thought it would be. And Kevin Nash um, has some good moments and I think you're going to enjoy it. I have not seen the second one yet. It's on the DVR. I, I recorded like nine movies because of the free HBO. Um Speaking of movies, you wanted to talk about The Miz real quick before we get into the three topics. So I'm going to let you go, but I'm going to rein you in if it's too crazy. It's not crazy. It's just a small question. So okay. I was talking to my good friend, who I call Bisco. Um, he's a very avid wrestling fan and a very avid AJ Styles fan. Like, this guy has seen the AJ Styles more than anybody that I know. And he's been falling out of WWE until AJ Styles came back in. And he made a certain point because he said he thought The Miz was probably the best heel and best talker in the company, especially with his mic work. Now, this is kind of a transition going into Mania based off of Fastlane tonight. Do you feel like AJ Styles and Jericho can lead to a triple threat match where The Miz may get over in that match at a WrestleMania 32 match? No. No. AJ versus Kevin Owens for the IC title. I I just want to be clear. um, Is The Miz fighting tonight? No. No. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's, like, in it somehow. Miz is like Roddy Piper in his later years where he was there to get different angles and different guys over. He's not there to be a focal point like Chris Jericho or like his styles. I think you get AJ and Kevin Owens for the IC, and I think you have him put AJ over and give him his first title in WWE and give everybody a nice moment for him at WrestleMania. So you think Miz is a direct comparison to Roddy? In a lot of ways, yeah. Just with... I think the the Miz TV is incredibly underrated in the what it does for talents. Um, just getting different, like I said, getting different angles over. Like I think he had like the Shield guys on there not too long ago, and uh, right. definitely 
him and Jericho are both getting AJ Styles over with the audience. Not that he like, not saying that he wasn't over already, but you have to establish him. Um, Understandable. No, I think Miz is a very valuable part of the company. It's just in a different way than he was when you guys were at WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta. Right. And even right. then, you could kind of argue that he was in the main event to get the John Cena rock angle over and started for the next two subsequent WrestleManias it ended up being, even though it was only once in a lifetime the first time. <laughs> That's true. And, and also remember, The Miz has something up on Roddy, with all due respect to Roddy, where The Miz was a world champion and Roddy never was. That's very true. He And The Miz is also in... um. A lot more movies that are on cable, whereas Roddy was in more movies that were, um, I guess, in theaters. I still need to see the one with that crazy fight scene that he's in that's been parodied. Oh, so it's many awesome! Times. I, that's one of the fight scenes I had to see. For this, is like a side note, fan. I'm like, if I really want to go to WWE, I'm certified to do certain stunts that they do, and that's one of the movies that we worked on in that class, and we saw like that great fight scene, and it was excellent. It was an excellent fight scene. <laughs> they parodied it on South Park very many years ago, and that's where I first kind of became aware of it. It's very good, though. Oh, Absolutely. It's called They Live is the film. Uh, I, I think I'm ready to get into this to this three count. All right, we're raining you in, Marcellus. Just seeing some stuff. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Um, The three topics I wanted to hit on today, two of them are more rumor-based, and one of them is more just a therapeutic thing we're going to save about Roman Reigns for the end. So John Cena has – he's at the Daytona 500 driving the pace car today promoting on the same network, Fox, obviously, um, his American Grit Reality kind of competition series. But he he was interviewed by Fox Sports today – saying that he they asked him how he's going with his injury he said i'm between zero and a hundred percent and uh if i can't perform at wrestlemania this year i'll definitely be there next year like but then on twitter he's hinting at he's going to take some risks in his recovery training and uh maybe it'll be worth it there's no i i really don't think we see john cena at wrestlemania just the type of injury he has you know I know he's super Cena, but that, even that's pushing it for him. And then he put a picture of CM Punk's Twitter avatar on Instagram last night with no caption on it at all. <laughs> it's just a lot of random stuff from John Cena. I guess anyone have any thoughts about this, or is it just Boy. a bunch of poppycock? Well, let's start with me. I have... John Cena's number one fan here. I'm not Josh, he's number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cue, I, cue in some music for him real quick, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but let's get this straight. I do think he'll be at WrestleMania. Um, in an active capacity like said, or in an appearance in capacity? An act, first of all, we have to go on the basis, even though he's getting older and his body's can wear down, we're talking about Super Cena here. And he's, he's putting in little hints, but he's pulling back putting in little hints and he's pulling back. So he's having people think he's not going to be there, but he's having some people think he is. I personally think he is. And the reason why I say that is because rumor is there's a WrestleMania poster out here that just came out recently, and it has Triple H and Roman Reigns at the top and The Undertaker and John Cena at the bottom. But what's always those small words at the bottom, though? <laughs> All matches subject to change. <laughs> but if if it came out recently, like it's just said it did, then obviously some they know something that we don't know. The, yeah, the fact that that was even made, considering the fact that both Cena and the Take and Taker have been out for a while, means that 
they had that storyline planned, and now they're probably still kind of like uh, pro- projecting for it. And Undertaker's been cited in the gym and training and stuff like that, so I wouldn't be surprised if they have it on on standby just in case. I can see standby, but here's my devil's advocate. How many of you expect to see Eva Marie on Fastlane tonight? I hope so. I mean, but I, but do you think she'll be on there? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, even though they have these posters, and like you said, it, it could be teasers, it could be stuff like they obviously had planned before. I, I just wouldn't count on it. I, I'm, I'm, I don't but think Cena's going to But you see, the thing is, you just, you just did. You, you're playing devil's like and you just went to the bottom of the pit. First of all, straight now. Even Marie's not John Cena. Should never be John Cena. They want her to be the, the lady and version so, of John Cena. She, they want her to be the face of the female company. Jesus, uh, uh, she's... Uh, anyway. She's good. She does what you want her to do. She's like the number one hill in NXT right now. Yeah, but you just said that they want her to be the female John Cena. I mean, no, I, 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 I think so. I, I said that. I think they want her to be the female John Cena. No. They're pushing that girl. If, if anybody, they want Bailey to be the female John Cena. No, she, I, Eva Marie could be the face of the divas if she gets her act together and, you know, develops full force. Salas, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I, I'm just in love with Eva Marie. I love Eva Marie. He, I love that she can't wrestle, but she still gets over on the, on the heel side. I'm, yeah, I'm putting her in the face of the company. Where do you see, how do you see that being the face of the company when she's still, I wouldn't even have bring her up to the majors yet. Like, she, <laughs> she has a long time to. In due time. She has a long time. I mean, for how much time until she, <coughs> until she, you know, gets a feel of herself and then she leaves the company, you know? If anything, she, they, she wants to be, she wants to be a Bella in, in her vision. But she'll never even be that. I don't think we'll ever see a legendary match from her. But, yeah, the heel heat, perfect. I like it. But she has a basically a manager or a counterpart in Nia Jack, And that's, that is a liability claim right there. Now, now okay, so forget everybody right now because I really Yeah, why are you talking? <laughs> Can I just say I'm watching the Daytona 500 randomly while we're recording this, and this reporter is <laughs> walking by all the cars and just randomly walked by John Cena. And he gave her a really funny look, and it was comical to me. <laughs> He's there right now. So, I'm I'm going to go on John Cena's Instagram right now because I'm very intrigued to see what's on here. And guess what's on here? Tweeted eight hours ago. I mean, Instagram. We'll put it on Instagram eight hours ago. It's a picture of the Undertaker. Really? Yes. He might just like the Undertaker. No. <laughs> Sometimes I put up pictures of The Undertaker. Yeah. We put pictures of Roman Reigns. Wait, seriously? He has a picture of The Undertaker up now? I'm going to look at this, too. This is dumb. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh my. And then he, but yeah, but then he has a picture of V for Vendetta up two pictures before that. Yeah. Is he going to fight V for Vendetta now? Is it safe to say Is it safe to say his, his uh, Twitter might have been hacked? No, he puts or a lot of random. He has a picture of a buff That's alpha up, and he has a picture of kid and play up, and... He has a picture of a kid with a rocket launcher. It's, it's kind of weird what he has up. This yeah. guy. It's really weird. But the random, but the, it's funny because the randomness makes it seem like he throws in hits, but he he throws in random stuff too. He has a picture of the entire roster of Punch Out, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Uh, all right, 
So uh, what are we talking about here? I think we're Don, talking. Don Cena's Instagram got, has me a little confused. <laughs> we're talking about nothing right. right now. This is. I think. I don't think he's going to work WrestleMania this year. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I think. I think they're pushing for because they need to start. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see him. So, it as well. so am I the only one on this podcast right now who thinks that he's going to be in it? Yes. I think you're the only one that wants him to be on there. <laughs> I think we're going to I think we're going to know tomorrow night either way because all the WrestleMania angles kind of should start getting start. built up tomorrow, yes. if not tonight. Yep. And you would like to think the Undertaker, or at least a promo of the Undertaker, will be on tomorrow night. Um, yeah. So. Let's just move on to topic two anyways. We're going to talk about The Undertaker. Um, Meltzer put out, I believe it was Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer, that um, The Undertaker's opponent has been decided, and he says he was told it's not someone currently on the active roster, which um, means it could either be an NXT person, theoretically, or it could be someone they're bringing in from outside the company that's not like a full-time main roster person. He seems to think, talking about Meltzer, that it's Sting, even though Sting has spinal stenosis and hasn't had that surgery. But to be fair, we haven't heard a lot of news on the Sting front in many, many months since Night of Champions in September. Um, Sting, people are saying it's either Sting or it's Goldberg. Um, I'd much rather see Sting, to be honest. I know we have... Goldberg's number one fan here in D Wayne. Um he is everyone's number one fan. You're just a mark for everybody, D Wayne. Yeah. Let's let's go to Goldberg real quick. Goldberg, I must say, besides Daniel Bryan, had the perfect build up I've ever seen. Nothing compares to his build up. And then he gets in the ring and then it's a big letdown. Right. <laughs> Clothesline, clothesline, jackknife, scoop slam, spear, snort. The original five moves but the thing is, it doesn't matter because WCW built him up to be the perfect, absolute beast, and they did it correctly. And then they had him job to a stun gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk about that. Well, let me ask you this. Do you want to see The Undertaker wrestle um, like a 50-year-old Goldberg? Nope. I don't. For me, that's like saying, do you want to see The Undertaker wrestle a 50-something-year-old Sting? I mean, he's going to wrestle an old guy anyway. Let's Sting makes sense. I mean, actually, that's what I was about to say. Sting makes more sense because, I mean, Goldberg comes out of nowhere. And while people may be excited to see him, from the storyline perspective, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I had somebody all. that maybe a, a, I had somebody that maybe like a, a swing of the fences, but I think it makes sense on his aspect too. I think Baron Corbin versus the Undertaker would be a good match because Baron Corbin has been working like dark matches with the main roster. They he would. just hasn't been on the main television side of the roster. But I mean, you can think about it. The Undertaker can give great credibility to Baron Corbin, even if Baron Corbin loses. That'd be a great show for him. And if Baron Corbin can maybe work up some promo game in the process to it, kind of like what they did with Fandango and Chris Jericho, you might have a sold match at Mania if you want to do it that way. The biggest problem with that is that he has no credibility with the audience. Like, he's not seen on remotely the same level as The Undertaker, and you need to have someone that is so we can believe that The Undertaker might lose. 
So here's my thing. Marcellus and this Baron Corbin stuff. I've read plenty of articles. Just Baron Corbin slowly getting pushed down the NXT chain from what I've read. So I'm not too sure about that. I think I think NXT is focused on other people and eventually might bring them um, back up to the spotlight. But I don't see that ever happening anytime soon. It's a chance. Just throwing the left, out, left field out there. You know. they, they call this thing an Undertaker this whole year. So that's that's my two cents on that. But yeah, if we'll Sting see. can go, I think you have to do that match because you're not going to have an opportunity to do that match much longer. And it's a match that the fans pretty unitedly want to see. But again, if Sting's not healthy and can't go, like I'd rather see him take on Braun Strowman than I would rather see Goldberg or Baron yeah. Corbin. Just because, yeah. like, I just think that there's a lot of interesting ways to go there. And I think if, if Braun Strowman somehow wins, that's a great way to put some fracture in the Wyatt family, which I would like to see down the line. Not to well, mention, too, the biggest thing with The Undertaker that you have to remember on a WrestleMania platform is his entrance. And if somebody cannot make a, a credible entrance against him, <laughs> then it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't do well for the fans. So you, you think... Whoever it is, somebody that can make a spectacular interest in the, and or promo package around him that you know you'll like. So yeah, Goldberg will work on that note. But Sting, obviously, you know you have two different characters of two of the two biggest uh, rival companies at the time, and you have endless promotions and WWE Network packages that they already have in place for that. Like they got it, they have to just do they have to do a ten or fifteen minute match and just make it work. Yep. Lot of lot of staring, lot of, you know, mm-hmm. chair shots or bat shots, a lot of that. And somebody just somebody eats the the pen and so be it. Yeah. Well not only that, like if if they were gonna go the Goldberg route, like they could have done that ten years ago and it made more sense when Goldberg was actually in the company and Taker yeah. had a decade less ring ring time on him. Um I what mean about it? I think we'll find out tomorrow night, though, because at least some foreshadowing to it, because you have to start building Mania tomorrow night, or even tonight. They could start that angle the night, which would be very exciting, and would promote the network as a must-see destination on a pay-per-view tonight that has seemingly a one-match draw to it. Like, Like, all the matches are going to be great, but it's it's really a one-match show. Oh, my fault. Here's my only talk not with Undertaker and Sting. They both lost at WrestleMania prior to their bigger match. That kind of hurt them. For example, I didn't think Sting needed to lose against Triple H if you did that uh, back at WrestleMania 31. And I don't think Taker needed to lose at WrestleMania 30. And both of them was still like, well, let's say Taker was undefeated and then Sting came off a big WrestleMania winning his opening WrestleMania. I think the match would mean so much more. But just those two touching in the ring would mean a lot just in the history of wrestling aspect. But I think it could be even better if they booked it previously. If, you know, if they was going to come to this point where they're going to have him wrestle now. That's a well put. I don't even agree with that because I think that the fact that Sting's last match was against Seth Rollins and he took an injury, you think, like, if he had not have been injured, what might have happened to that storyline? And, and I like to, like, I like to, like, make an analogy towards um, the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Warriors where, like, everybody doesn't look at the Cavaliers as not being a superior team because they was like, well, they didn't have Kyrie Irving, they didn't have Kevin Love, you know, so everybody was equally hyped to see that Christmas matchup again. And the same with The Undertaker. Yeah, he may have lost, but that last match with Brock Lesnar at 
Hell in the Cell, like even that didn't even hurt him. You know what I mean? So I think no matter what, you're gonna you, you're just gonna look at the two icons in the ring. You're just gonna say, hey, this is really happening. That's the wow factor there. Whoever wins or loses, it's really not going to matter because this might be the last time we see either one of them in the ring ever again. It's an exhibition, yeah. is what, what you look at. It's an exhibition. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to be a lot of story there. But but the analogy that Nigel used was horrible because <laughs> even though even 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 though everybody was looking forward to that Christmas Day match, I mean the Warriors just dominated. So you're looking at. One person dominating the other, and it's, that's just not going to happen. I get, I get, I get, I mean, I get the end result, but nonetheless, yeah. though, it, it put butts and seats to say, like, oh, yeah, oh, I, of course. Wait, I can't wait for to see this I happen mean, now. Well, I think he was yeah. talking about the idea of the matchup, not the result. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. The idea that you're going to have a rematch of the finals the and everyone's the healthy. Is always gonna, I mean, your goal, especially for this WrestleMania, since you're hyping it to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time, I mean, it's the mm-hmm. pink butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. And it's, the, it's bad enough you're suffering through injury, so you're going to have to do everything possible at this present moment to make sure that we do not get disappointed when we go down there. Hey, I got this weird, 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 weird idea. So the fact that we're talking about Goldberg has a possibility of being in this match, this means they want Goldberg at WrestleMania nonetheless, right? You think if they can't work this match, you think they stop talks with him? You think they? You think his star power could be used, right? What if Goldberg, being the person he is, the person he's been built to, built all these years, what about Goldberg was the fourth person to be with Kane, under, uh, Kane, Big Show, and Ryback versus the Wise to come out and just help them as just to put them, uh, not, you know, not, I guess to either help them win the match or just, just an appearance at it as one of, you know, that type of build to go against the Wise, who's all obviously being built as being the bigger, stronger family or stable in WWE history. It seems like that's not the way they're going at it. But what about they use Goldberg in that aspect? Think One, I know it would be weird to see him next to Ryback, yes, but still, what about they did they decide to do that? Because I was wondering about booking that match. I said, why wouldn't they add a fourth person to this? Because Bray's going to get Bray. involved in the main event tonight, and you don't, you don't need to... He'll be at, outside the ring playing a part, but I think if you bring Goldberg in, you don't bury him in an eight-man tag. I think you put him in a spotlight. Well, well yeah, I, I mean, like, don't put him in the match, but let Bray or somebody get involved and, you know, tables turn and obviously it's four and three. Somebody needs to come out and uh, even the tables. You know, what about to see Goldberg come out in that instance to do a spear and, and it just be that? I mean, good WrestleMania moment, nonetheless. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind seeing Goldberg, but I just don't. I feel like we'd hear more rumblings by by this point. Like nothing's a, nothing's that big of a secret anymore. I don't know. Um, let's move on to let's move on to topic three. We need some therapy for the IWC here because I've been reading a lot of predictions for Fastlane, and it seems like a lot of people really really believe that Dean Ambrose is going to walk out of Fastlane as the number one contender the main event against Triple H at WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. Um, It's something we all want to see, but (laughs) lest we forget, we don't get what we want all the time with WWE. Um, Not none the time. Especially with The Rock being booked in what seems to be Roman Reigns' corner here. um, I 
I worry that we're headed for a backlash of Daniel Bryan proportions here when Roman Reigns walks out of Fastlane the winner tonight clean. Well, maybe not clean because you, you got to think Bray Wyatt's getting involved in this match against Brock. But I just worry we're going to have a lot of backlash, and that's going to be another one of those. Ev- like, okay, so I went to WrestleMania 10 years ago, almost to the date of this year's WrestleMania, and we booed John Cena in the main event, and it was a big baby face getting a horrible reaction because it's not what the people wanted at that time. He came in, and he beat Triple H and retained the title. You didn't get to see a title change there. You got to see Ray win the title. I have my issues with that too. Um, 10 years to the date, and we still have the top baby face not being cheered because Daniel Bryan's not there, and we don't have any other over baby faces. Dean Ambrose could be that baby face, but it doesn't feel like they're going to go there. I guess I just don't have faith that they're going to go there because Roman Reigns, what do you do with them then at WrestleMania? So I just want you guys to comment here and talk to people down off a cliff before it happens tonight when Roman Reigns wins because everyone's set up for a lot of disappointment, in my opinion. Okay, can I say something? Can I, let, let me go first, D-Wayne. Let me go first. I know, I know you're shredded piece of what I'm about to say, but um, let me go first. I think WWE fans, I mean, granted, I love we do this podcast, and I love your analysis of what people say, but one thing WWE fans need to understand is if a company has a vision of how they're going to write a story, they're going to play their story out. And I think sometimes the Internet community needs to sometimes slow down and stop wishful thinking what they want to happen and just sometimes let the story build up for what they want to do. And I think that's what's happening here because if we have another situation where, like you said, uh, Aaron, 10 years ago, they booed John Cena. Then when it came to the WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan situation, it's going to come to a point where WWE is going to do what they want to do. They're not going to care about the boos. They're going to say you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, stop watching us. But the thing is, as fans, you're not going to stop watching. So make sure you just understand. Just see what the story builds up because even if Dean doesn't win, that doesn't mean the storyline is over. Give it a chance. Let's see what's going to happen. Then you make your analysis of it. Because it's just sometimes it gets kind of crazy where people want Dean, Dean, Dean to win. But let's say we have a huge swerve where Dean joins Triple H or something like that. You just never know what could happen. And and just let it go out. So I just, I just hope sometimes fans just relax a little bit and just let the story unfold. Oh, Silas. We finally agree on something. <laughs> oh, we do? Okay. <laughs> now, let's get this straight now. Roman Reigns is going to win tonight, fans. Yes, he we is. Have to, we have to get over it. I mean, yes. hey, let's talk about this. He is the Vince McMahon guy. And for once, you know how Vince bended for us, the WWE Universe, when Daniel Bryan was on his role? Well, guess what? It's not going to happen this time because Mr. McMahon is dead set on Roman Reigns being the face of the company. Yep. Now, it's time for us to just get over and move on and see how this storyline plays out because at the end of the day, we don't have any choice. We're wrestling fans. We're not going to stop watching. <laughs> We're still going to watch. I mean, hey, but Roman Reigns, let's this way. Dean Ambrose will always be there. And one day he'll get his shot. And we all be happy. But hey, it's just not going to happen this year. Uh, And at this moment, we have to realize that Roman Reigns is the man. In order to effectively put him as the man, 
he has to win cleanly tonight. Some way, somehow. Cleanly. Meaning that if there's an interference, matter of fact, I'm going to say this. In order him to be effective and win cleanly, he has to pin Brock Lesnar. Cleanly. If you want this storyline to work. That's not happening, That's but I'm okay. Saying. That's not Bro, happening. I, I think that all this is a version of saying that Dean Ambrose is going to win is the exact reason why Roman Reigns is going to win. <laughs> Point play. I have nothing to say about that, though. <laughs> By the end of the night, we're all just be scratching our head like, Really? So. Oh, I'll be live tweeting for sure, fans. So I will definitely get my viewpoint. Let me let me just close with this then, because we're going to keep this short. We keep the fans want more when we do our uh, our fast lane review on Wednesday for the deep dive episode. Let me just say this: last year, you you know, as excited as we all were for Seth Rollins to cash in, because that was a great moment. Um, it was a heel ending WrestleMania. You don't see that often. Um, but you had a heel winning at the end of WrestleMania. I don't think that they're going to go that way at what they want to be even bigger than WrestleMania 3, the biggest WrestleMania of all time in Dallas with a bigger attendance. You need to have your Hogan-Andre moment, not something on in that same plateau because I don't think anyone has the star power to match that at this time, but you need to have somebody get cheered at the end of WrestleMania and it's not going to happen with Roman Reigns even if you stick The Rock with him they tried that at the Royal Rumble two years ago it didn't work even with The Rock so I'm just saying be prepared to be disappointed but hopefully we'll get excited about the undercard because that's what's happening I'm sorry that's what's happening and, you, you know is it, is it me or, do, is this, or just the seriousness of The Rock definitely hurts Roman Reigns too what do you, what do you mean by that I just don't get the same sense of when The Rock comes out. I don't. I don't get nothing but oh, time for comedy hour. Well, what happened? Cash your question. What happened to the days where any heat is good heat, even if it's bad or good? Any heat is good heat. No, all heat's good heat. It. It's just you. You gotta go with what the audience wants. Like if we cheer Daniel Bryan enough, we're not gonna have him keep saying no. He's gonna eventually <laughs> come around to the audience. We're going to boo Roman Reigns enough. It's like you still have this guy look like a dork with army boots and a flak jacket. It's like use the same same music as his old stable. Can't cut a promo. Like at some point he needs to just tell the fans to like go shove it and turn heel. Like here's what if I was booking it and I've heard a lot of people book it this way online, but I agree with it. It's something I thought of, too. Here's what I would do. You have – I would love to see Dean Ambrose win just because, like, that would be such a great story. Is he the guy you want on the poster? Not necessarily, but last year's WrestleMania had, like, eight guys in, like, a prison lineup on the poster, and it worked. You you have Dean go over, have Roman Reigns flip out and, like, get angry and tell the fans to shove it. You guys don't even like me. I, I should have just gotten my title rematch at WrestleMania. I have a rematch clause. If I can't get the title, I want to take out The Undertaker. I want to end The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And maybe even after he wrestles The Undertaker, whether he wins or loses, you have an interfere in the main event somehow, some way. 
maybe join the authority and really tell. I mean, it's just like the same way Rocky Maivia went, and then he got over in the long run when people got accustomed to him, or you know, he found his niche better as the Rock character. I wonder. I wonder. Ronan Reigns is requesting to not ever be a heel. No, it's a Vince thing. Like Bryce said, it's a Vince thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, um, why don't we just wait and see tonight? Like Marcella said, maybe the story needs to play out. Maybe we're all overthinking it, but I just the idea of Roman Reigns winning tonight makes me a little sad. And then I look at the price tag of what I spent for my wife and I to go to WrestleMania, and then I get a little more <laughs> sad. Um, but we get to go to NXT, and Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be there. So maybe our weekend will peak. Yeah. We'll peak on Friday, and we'll just get more and more depressed by Sunday. Um, yeah. Yeah, and this is why you guys listen to the Big Cobalt Wrestling Podcast. Um, so we'll get if you haven't already listened to our preview for Fastlane, it was episode 60 or 61. It's the one that will be linked right below this one on Tumblr, BGB 61. Group. 61. BGBgroup.tumblr.com. You can find all of it there. But check out our preview if you haven't before tonight's pay-per-view. WWE Fastlane. We'll get you guys back with the review on Wednesday after everything plays out tonight. Everything plays out on Raw. And Goldberg comes out. And Diamond Dallas Page comes out. And Jake the Snake comes out. Because they're going to trot everybody out there to try and sell us on a WrestleMania headline by a Roman Reigns title win. And it's going to be Ronda Rousey's going to come out. They're going to bring Hogan back. They're going to reform the NWO, the Nation of Domination, the Oddities. Oh, oh before, before we go. The I, Bullet I Club's coming read, in. I just read that CM Punk is back in the alumni section on WWE.com. Oh, I am going to check Oh, right now. Oh. Oh, my God. I can't even oh, handle it right good. now. That's not good. We need that's to, not good. We need to go. Um, fans, this is the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast at BGB Group on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt. We have a brand new logo and hopefully a new and better podcast server coming soon. More on that to come. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you guys. Uh, check out the Fastlane preview episode, whatever one before this, and we'll catch you guys next time. Take care.